Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience in the world. This is I Want Your Flex with Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Mike and Dan break down everything you need to set your lineups. From position rankings to starts and sits, the guys help you make those hard decisions. And now... Let's get your flex on. Here's Dan Beyer and Mike Harmon. Yep, here it is. It is week four. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Beyer. That's Ryan Bershinger. It is I Want Your Flex. Glad to have you with us. Usually at this time of year, we say, man, it's already week four. I don't think it's actually gone by as quickly. I don't know if it's because of Monday Night Doubleheaders. I'm not sure of the exact reason why, but I feel like, okay, yeah, it should be about week four. It should be about the start of, uh, at this point of the season, fall really starting to turn in some spots. And now we start to look at some matchups that, I don't know, could have some meaning towards what happens at the end of the season and uh, in no different in, in Bursch. I know this is going to be another situation with you, but I have got a story to tell after we kind of break down this game because this is going to be a story to tell where you weren't born yet. Okay. So it's going to be one of those before <laughs> Bursch. And again, you were born in uh, you were born in ninety two. Yes, yes. And I just remember because ninety two was an awesome year. Like ninety two was so awesome, and I'll always remember Bursch was born in ninety two. So this will be a story that takes place uh, before Bursch was born in nineteen ninety two. In fact, it happened in nineteen eighty seven. So it's uh, something we'll dive into but uh yeah let's get after it Harmon tonight Lions Packers let's go 
Thursday night football battle of NFC North rivals. Can we call them rivals? They're the predicted ones, the chosen ones, uh, and everybody's preseason love. Uh, as we look at the, the Lions and Packers, I, I don't see either quarterback lighting it up uh, in in this game. Defensive coordinator scheming, planning, getting after it, and making life a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, no better than high-end uh, QB twos, I think, for either of them. This one, uh, love is the one where I'm a little more uh, curious about what you're going to see as they get healthy. Watson uh, and Jones going to be back for this one. No Bakhtiari though, uh, so the offensive line still missing a piece. But you know, with Jones, we're looking at an RB two kind of situation. Uh, as you'll still see more of the here heretofore disappointing. I got the word heretofore in. That's a five dollar word. Uh, AJ Dillon uh, for fantasy owners that have started them imagine if you had him and kelly from the chargers as your starting running backs fellas how do you think you're faring you're looking at this guy this guy right over here uh but opportunity uh for the packers to make a big statement here uh but we're, we're looking at all wr2 wr3s across the board there's not a lot of value to be had there for the lions people get trying to get on board gibbs well that hasn't the big plays haven't been there just yet the only guy that really is a lockstep starter for everybody is going to be amon ross st brown uh you can get a little cute in the the passing game when you look at the wide receivers for Detroit, but nobody that stands out as a must-play, and that brings us to our guy who was on our ninjas and 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 long list last week, and we've been talking about him a bunch. That's Sam Laporta. Given the uh, rise and fall, the ebb and flow, like you're doing day trading back at the. Uh, dot com bubble uh you got sam laporta has risen through the ashes to find himself as a key cog and playmaker and safety valve for jared goff i expect more of that uh as you see the defense of the packers get after jared goff in thursday night's affair yeah for, yeah, for some reason i i do think like this game is like 20 to 17 and maybe it's just the way that the lions have played at the end of last year or it's because of how I look at what happened last year at the end of the year when these two teams played. Like, it was a cold night, but it, a lot was on the line, but there wasn't a lot of scoring. And for some reason, I just kind of feel we're going to get the same tonight on Thursday Night Football. I agree. I, I can definitely see where you have the short week, <laughs> literally in Green Bay at night in the middle of the week. Um, you have the the Packers offensive line continually getting weaker. Of course, no David Bakhtiari, no Eldon Jenkins. Um, it, it's it's and of course that Lions pass rush is rather strong, mm-hmm. but the secondary is weak. So I I look at this game thinking like. Jordan Love's going to have to kind of throw for his life, um, but uh, he's going to be facing pressure constantly. He gets Aaron Jones back uh, uh, for this week. A.J. Dillon was not going to be a good play. Aaron Jones, you're still going to play him because he's Aaron Jones, but you're going to hope that he's more involved in the passing game, right? Uh, Because the run game is really not going to get going. Um, I have a couple shares of Romeo Dobbs, and I feel good about playing him, even with Christian Watson back tonight, uh, because Love has really uh, established a pretty strong rapport with with Dobbs over these first couple weeks. And uh, you have that Lions secondary pretty banged up and vulnerable. So like I said, Love's going to be running for his life, but he's going to try to throw it a lot. I can definitely still see it being a low-scoring game. Though. When you see him throw two Dobbs when they needed the touchdown against the Saints, it does represent some sort of trust between the, between the two. I'm in a spot in a league where it's Zay Flowers or Romeo Dobbs in my lineup and Zay Flowers and the Ravens going up against the Browns. 
and I'll get to a little bit more of that in tomorrow's episode, but I'm I'm probably going to play Dobbs tonight mm-hmm. just because of I, I think the matchup is actually worse in, in Baltimore and Cleveland with those mm-hmm. defenses uh, playing each other. So there are likely decisions that are similar to that that we have around fantasy football. I mean, obviously you're not like, okay – Devontae Adams or Romeo Dobbs. You're not saying that. <laughs> you are having more of the Zay Flowers or Romeo Dobbs, and in that, I would give a tip of the hat to uh, the tip of the hat to Dobbs. Here's my story from 1987. I'm guessing, Bruce, you've never, as a Packers fan, you've never been to a Lions Packers game, correct? That's either in Detroit or Green Bay. I was at a Lions Packers game, mm-hmm. 1987. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because it was a scab game. This was in the 1987 during the strike. And if if those that are old enough to remember, the NFL lost one week of games, but then over a three-week span had replacement players. <sighs> and my, my aunt uh, would take us to a Packer game once a year. And I saw some really cool ones. Saw... The uh, Favre's first game against the Bengals when you replaced Mikowski saw when the Lambo leap started against the Raiders. But in 1987, we had tickets to the Packers and Lions smack dab in the middle of the NFL strike. <laughs> it was the only time I remember gaps, like having room to sit at Lambeau Field, even when they were bad, like it was still like a tight fit because people were there. But I just remember us in the north end zone and there were seats around and the Lions won on a on a late field goal. Now at the time there were none of the none of the regular players that you would come to expect from the Packers. The good thing if you're a Packers fan back then is they stunk anyway. So it didn't matter if they were replacement players or real players. They 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 weren't that good of a football team, but I actually saw a scab game in the NFL. And the names that they, they have the box score and pro football reference. I just remember Alan Risher was the quarterback. I know nobody would remember that name, but it, I feel like it is a badge of honor that I saw a scab game even when I was 10 years old. <laughs> so like like think about it. Think about tonight if all 106 Lions and Packers couldn't play, and they just had to get a bunch of new guys. That's basically what it was. <laughs> that is just guys off the street, guys that worked in the warehouse, guys that maybe, I don't know, you know, never make it to the pro level. It was just, it was crazy, but I went to a scab game once. So that was my story from 1987. Wow. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I know it's <laughs> tough for you to comprehend, it, not only because you weren't alive then, but because you weren't alive, you didn't realize like what those three weeks were like. But there was a 30 for 30 done about the then Washington Redskins and how their replacement players were so important to the Super Bowl that they ended up winning that season. Mm. And they like they ended up playing the Cowboys on like a Monday night game, and it was it like, there was a 30 for 30 for this where they ended up upsetting Dallas and Dallas had like a bunch of their guys back and they hear these guys off the street ended up going and winning a football game but yeah an NFL of long long ago all right <laughs> you know I wish that uh during the the actor strike here that, that we would do uh, uh scab productions <laughs> yeah. and then then that way like I could star in the new season of White Lotus <laughs> just get all non-union actors <laughs> catch Listen. me in the Connors <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, all right, let's. Uh, we got a little bit more to go to. Bursch has got his streaming defenses. I've got my survivor pick. He's Harmon. That's Bursch. I'm Dan. It's all next on I want your flex. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it is I Want Your Flex, and to get you set in advance of Thursday night's game and for the week ahead, Ryan Bershinger, our executive producer, is here. I'm Dan Beyer, Harmon hanging out as well. Bersh, 
time to give us your streaming defenses for week four of the NFL season, which, by the way, Mike and I gave you kudos in a podcast earlier this week because of your Chiefs play, which you at the time also said this was a two-week play for the Chiefs because of their matchup against the Jets. Exactly. And because of that, uh, I'm still playing the Chiefs in in the leagues that I, I need to be streaming in. Um, so, But outside of the Chiefs, uh, assuming that you couldn't get them, and you guys pointed this out as well, uh, we have a very similar situation this week, but also very different, right? <laughs> because you have a team that plays the Bears this week and then plays the Jets next week. They also just gave up 70 points. <laughs> so, um, but hey, trust the process, right? Like this, <laughs> if you're if you're going by the code, look. I actually think that the Broncos' defense is not a bad play this week because, for one, again, they are playing the Bears. But secondly, they've got something to prove on defense this week, right? Like they have to prove that they are actually listening to their head coach, so that they actually want to play for him, and that they can actually prevent a team from running all over them like crazy. So, I don't hate the Broncos' defense as a play and another potential play. Uh, the Bengals at the Titans. We just saw the that Bengals line get all over Matt Stafford on Monday night. Um, the Titans aren't moving the ball incredibly well. You had Derrick Henry just get only 20 rushing yards, so uh, I think there's actually a, a solid play there with the Bengals defense. You know, it's interesting. I, I love the Browns defense, and I think people are starting to, to come on to that one. I would have said they could have been an option this week, but they go up against Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Your point about the Broncos, I'll get to in some Survivor stuff. Mm-hmm. You just mentioned the Rams. I think the Colts could be a play as well. I just mm-hmm. if, if they're not going to protect Matthew Stafford or have another guy uh, to be able to block pressure off the edge. Colts defense uh, better than I think people believe even though that's a pick game if you're looking to stream I would throw the Colts as a possibility. Of course. And you've still got the the strong defensive plays of the, the Cowboys against yeah. the Patriots and the Niners against the Cardinals, even though the Cowboys, yes, uh, laid down against the Cardinals. I wouldn't expect that to happen again. I warned people last week about picking against the Arizona Cardinals in survivor pools. Mm-hmm. They weren't going to go 0-10. And if you saw what they did against the Giants, you knew that this was a team that was competitive. In fact, they've been competitive in all three games. Now have won one. Could have been 2-1 when you really look at it. With all that being said, entering week four and looking into the survivor picks that I'm going to give you, I'm going against everything that I have told you previously. And it is pick against the Cardinals this week. It is pick against a division uh, in a division matchup. I think that the 49ers are the obvious play. I don't think that there's any way. And I know that you'd like to save the 49ers, so I'll give you a couple of other options outside of that. But I am going 49ers in this week just to continue to move on. We had a pool that had... 1,500 people in it at the start. Actually, I think it was maybe even 1,700 bursts, to be honest with you. Anyway, we got to the point there were about 1,000 people left in in week three. That was cut in half by the Jaguars' loss to the Texans and the Cowboys' loss to the Cardinals. So there are some landmines, and that's what Survivor Pool is all about trying to avoid. I, I think the Cowboys win against New England this week. I think that could be another option. Uh, if the Patriots would have lost last week, I maybe would have actually have been more apprehensive about it. But I think Dallas could be an option. I also think that the Chargers, and I don't think Austin Eckler plays, but again, going against my rules of not playing division, that would be another one outside of the 49ers. And then finally, what you just talked about, I think you're going to get a lot of Broncos or Bears in Survivor picks this week. Which side do you lean on if that's the case 
I imagine Justin Fields running up and down the field just like, you know, A-Chan did and, and Tyree Kill did for the Dolphins. So that would be the scary thing to me to side with Denver. So if I was picking in a survivor pool, I can't believe I'm going to say this because they're the worst team in the league and you can make it through a survivor pool without picking the worst team in the league. But the Bears actually may be some value as an underdog. I, I do like that. And it does go, not to go against the defensive uh, uh, advice I just gave, but if Justin Fields is going to turn on his run game, if the Bears are going to let him leave the pocket and actually design run plays for him, this is the game where it should happen. Yeah. And if it doesn't happen, then you're looking at not only not starting Fields, you've got to wonder if you can even roster him after this week if he puts up another stinker. Like It's really Fair point. Because yeah, you're not going to do it against Denver. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to do it against anybody. <laughs> Those games against the Vikings could be few and far between. Exactly. This is the week that I'm giving Khalil Herbert my last chance, and I'm like, if you don't, if you don't do it this week, uh, oh boy, <laughs> because Roshan Johnson is breathing down your neck, and even then, none of them are actually really doing anything. Yeah. So quite frankly, yeah, could get ugly. There's not a lot of great options for Survivor this week. Yeah. That's why I think it's a smart uh, deal to uh, maybe go with the favorites. But if you do still have the Niners left, which you should. Uh, pick San Francisco uh, tonight, even though I did recommend them in week three. And I don't want this to be a thing where I just pick the 49ers every single week. <laughs> so I'll try to give you other options, but we'll try to keep away from them. But if you have them this week, now's the time to use it. All right, that's it. Enjoy Thursday Night Football for Ryan Bershinger and Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Beyer. Lions and Packers tonight. Harmon's full rankings coming up on Friday here on I Want Your Flex. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.